The Rebbe starts off the Sikha by saying that the days of the Geul of Yudbeis, Yudgimul Tammuz, of the year Tafresh Pezayin, when the Rebbe the Shver, the Rebbe my father-in-law, that means the free the Rebbe was freed from prison, fell out on Tuesday and Wednesday of Parshas Pinchas. So too in regards to his Yom Uledis, that's Yudbeis Tammuz of the year Tafresh Mem, the free the Rebbe says that in the time when the Torah is read, in, that Parshas Pinchas is read in the Torah, that is when I was born, and most of the things that happened with me and around me, says the Friedrich Rebbe, are hinted, either in a hidden way or in a more revealed way, in Parshas Pinchas. That means to say that the Geula and the Avoida and generally all of the Inyanum of the Friedrich Rebbe have a very strong connection with Parshas Pinchas, by whose name this Parsha, this Sedra is called. And as it's hinted also in the fact, that the second name of the Bala Geula of the Free the Karebbe, Yitzchak, is the gematria, the same name, the gematria, the same numerical value as the word Pinchas, as it says in the Zoyar. So the fact that both of these names, Yitzchak and Pinchas, have the same numerical value clearly shows that there's an inner connection, there's a similarity between them, especially when this is a gematria that's brought in Torah, that's brought in the Zoyar. We also see the connection to the first name of the Balagul of the free Rebbe, to the name Yosef. Because as the Gemara says, Pinchas comes from Yosef, as the Pasek emphasizes, it says, Ve'elazar ben Aaron, married from the daughters of Putiel. And who is Putiel? Chazal explained to us that this is a reference to Yosef. Putiel from the word pit pet he overcame or he scorned his Yetzirah. So Elazar ben Aaron took from the daughters of Putiel, from the descendants of y- Yosef, for, for a wife, Vatayled Loyes Pinchas, and she bore Pinchas. That means Pinchas is connected specifically to Yosef. Says the Rebbe, from the fact that it's specifically the second name of the Friedrich Rebbe, that's more, in a revealed way, more connected to Pinchas, because we said Pinchas is Bigamatria Yitzchak, Yosef is also connected to Pinchas, as we said, Pinchas comes from Yosef, but in the name Pinchas itself is connected more to Yitzchak. Whereas the first name Yosef is more concealed, because in the name Pinchas itself that's not hinted. So we need to say that the connection of the Balagul of the free, the Kerebbe to Pinchas, is in the Avoida that's more connected with the name Yitzchak, whereas that idea that's connected with Yosef is in a more concealed way, as we'll soon discuss. Says the Rebbe, the simple connection in a more revealed way of the avoid of the Bala Geula with Pinchas is in the fact that the idea of what Pinchas did is his mice of Kanos, his, his, the, 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 the thing that he did, did acting in a zealous way, as the Pasek says, Bekanoi Eskinosi, in that act of Kanos of Pinchas that came because of the halacha that says, Haboyel Aramis, one who has relations with a non-Jewish woman. Kanoin poigin boy, the zealous ones, go ahead and kill this person. But that's not a halacha and a din in shulchan aruch that you have to do this. Rather, if this kanoi, if this zealous person comes to to consult with a based din, then we wouldn't instruct him to do it. Furthermore, not only don't we tell him to do it, but according to some Rishonim, it's not even as if the Torah is commanding and instructing, giving Ohirah that this is what a Kanoi should do. It's rather only Harishuz Biyadeh. It's an optional thing that he's allowed to do it. 
Says the Rebbe, in a similar way, we saw the Anhaga, the conduct by the Baal Agula, by the Freedic Rebbe. But Kano Yeskinosi, that he acted in this very, very zealous way. His Mesiras Nefesh, for strengthening Torah, supporting Yiddishkeit in that country in Russia, that had brought to his imprisonment, was in a, the kind of Mesiras Nefesh that it was, is the type that there's no Chiv, there's no obligation al Pidin. Like by Pinchas, a moirin kain, it wasn't something that we instruct someone to do. Rather, it was harishuz biyadi. In other words, it was an, he was allowed to do it. It's an optional thing, but not that he was supposed to do it. In other words, we find in halacha regarding mesiras nefesh, if it's not for those three things, that the halacha is clearly a harig val yavid that a person needs to allow himself to be killed and not to transgress. So when it comes to other mitzvahs loisase or mitzvahsase, so there's clearly no obligation to give up one's life in those situations, but rather harishus biyada, he's allowed to if he wants to, but he definitely doesn't have to. The Rebbe asks, the Rebbe says we could ask, the comparison that we just said to the story of Pinchas seems to be mainly really to the story that's mentioned in the end of Parshas Balak. That's where we find the story, the Avoid of Pinchas, this particular act that he went ahead and acted in this Kanoz way. In fact, says the Rebbe, the Kvius, in a number of years, perhaps even most years, of the Yom Yiledes and the Chaga Geula of Yud Beis, Yud Gimel Tammuz, are in fact in the week of Parshas Balak. So again, in the end of Balak, that's really where we see the story of what Pinchas went ahead and did. The question is, what is the connection as well to Parshas Pinchas, in other words, to the way that this story or the aspects of this particular incident is related in Parshas Pinchas? Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first prefacing what says in the Yerushalmi. In Yerushalmi it says that what Pinchas did was Shaloi Bertzoyin Chachamim, who was something that the Chachamim were actually not happy with. In fact, they wanted to excommunicate him if not for the Ruach HaKodesh, for the Divine Spirit, suddenly jumping out and saying, in other words, a voice came, Hashem said, that this, because of what Pinchas did, he there's now going to be this covenant of Kohuna forever, that Pinchas himself and his descendants are going to be Koyanim. Says the Rebbe, from here we understand even more what kind of great act of Kanos he did. Before this Ruach HaKodesh came about, before this voice came out and announced that what Pinchas did, Hashem was happy with, and he's going to be a Koyen. So Pinchas knew that what he is doing is something that the Chachamim are not exactly very excited about, they're not happy about. That means that according to the Das Chachme Atoira, what Pinchas is about to do, did, has no room. So in other words, his act of Kanos, his zealous act, was a Mesiras Nefesh, not only physically, but also a Ruchni is the Mesiras Nefesh, a Mesiras Nefesh also Mitzad Neshama, because what he's doing is something that the Chachme HaToyra are not happy with, they want to excommunicate him. And nevertheless, when Pinchas sees a situation, that Vayeshev Yisrael B'Shitim, that the Yidin are found in Shittim, which is the place where they do the Averis, and as Chazal tell us that Shittim represents the reason Yidin are acting this way is because a spirit of foolishness had overcome them. And that as a result of this, a Magaifa plague had broken out by the Yidin. So Pinchas says to himself, how is any of my own personal body or Neshama matter at all 
In other words, he's ready to give it up completely, if at least he could manage to remove Hashem's anger from Bnei Yisrael. This type of kanoyeskinosi, this type of, of zealousness, in a way of Mesiras Nefesh, is coming, where it's coming from is from the very, very essence of the Yid, which in root, the Nisham of the Yid B'Shoyresh is even higher than Torah. And therefore, this is a Mesiris Nefesh that's going beyond the limitations of Torah itself. And this is actually why the reward for it is what says in this parsha, and his descendants are now going to be Koyanim forever, which is again higher than the measurements of Torah. According to Torah, the idea of Kuna is something that comes be Yerusha, from a father to his children. But since Pinchas himself was not a Koyan at that point, so according to the rules of Torah, he couldn't have been a Koyan and get the Kohuna for his children after uh, after him. But because Kinei Lelikov, because he acted in this particular way, that his kanos, his zealousness was purely for Hashem himself, his connection with Hashem, something that goes even beyond the measurements of the Torah. As we said before, the Chachamim weren't even happy with what Pinchas did. This is why Hashem gives him the kona for him and his children after him, even though according to the rules that Hashem himself put into the Torah, this has no room. Says the Rebbe, according to this, we can understand that it's specifically in Parshas Pinchas. We asked before, why not Parshas Bolak? But it's specifically in Parshas Pinchas, where Hashem says these words, because he had acted in this way for Hashem and brought the kapara for Bnei Yisrael, this is where it's revealed that this kind of kanos of Pinchas, acting in a way of Mesiras Nefesh, both from his guf and his neshama, despite the fact that it was not according to what the Chachmei HaToyra wanted, and they even wanted to excommunicate him, but here's where it's revealed that this is really the true Ratzoin, desire of Hashem, which is even higher than Torah, as we could see how Hashem rewards him. Says the Rebbe, now we can apply this and understand the comparison to the Baal HaMaiser Vagula to the Friedrich Rebbe. Not only was his work in spreading Torah and strengthening Yiddishkeit, a Mesiras Nefesh only as far as physically concerned with his body, and as we said before, it was even for things that Alpi Torah, you don't even have to be Moiser Nefesh, as we said before, Ein Moirin Ken, you're not instructed to do so. But furthermore, it was in a way that many of the G'doyle and Chachme Yisrael of the time completely did not understand this sort of conduct and therefore didn't agree with the free Rebbe. And they themselves acted differently, as we said before regarding Pinchos, that the Chachme HaToyra didn't even agree with him. So in other words, this is a Mesiras Nefesh on every step of the way, and not only his own Mesiras Nefesh, but as we'll soon see, he even included other Yidin in this Mesiras Nefesh. Especially, says the Rebbe, that his Mesiras Nefesh was in a way that he's placing in danger also the rest of all of his holy work, as discussed already in another Sikha, this is actually the Sikha that we learned the previous week, where the Rebbe discusses the idea of Yudbeis Tamas as well, that the main Gzairah, was for the fact that for which he was arrested was because he dedicated himself to the chinuch of little children to which means that together with the mesiras nefesh physically with his body mamish he was also putting a mesiras nefesh he's also giving up so to speak his neshama his ruchnius because he's putting in danger all of his other work on behalf of this idea of chinuch to but this is because says the rebbe 
The Friedrich Rebbe knew that the situation in the country at that time, in Russia, this was something that was relevant to the very existence of Yidin and Yiddishkeit. That Chaz V'Sholem, Neri Yisrael, the light of Yiddishkeit, shouldn't be extinguished, Chaz V'Sholem. And therefore the Friedrich Rebbe didn't make any chashboinus, any calculations, no limitations in his Mesiras Nefesh on behalf of the Yidin. Says the Rebbe, and just like we saw by Pinchas that eventually it turned out that we saw that Hashem agreed to all of this. In a similar way, when the Friedrich Rebbe is redeemed from his prison, it's now revealed to, to everyone that it was all really about Asher Kine Lelekov, that he's having this Mesiras Nefesh for Hashem. In other words, that this is the true avoid that was necessary in that situation, and that even down here in this world, in a revealed way, it was also that the world itself agreed with his avoid. In other words, they themselves had to free him and so on. Says the Rebbe, the difference is only that in the case of Kanoin Poygin Boy, in the story of Pinchas, the halacha remains we don't instruct someone to do this. But in regards to the way of the avoid of the free Rebbe, the very Geula itself is a clear that this is the right avoida. And this is the way we instruct people to do. And the Rebbe says, as we saw clearly, that the Baal instructed, and he told other people to instruct as well, that this is the way we have to act. And the Rebbe says, it's specifically this type of avoid that really kept up that fire of Yiddishkeit, of Yidden in Russia, back then. Both by them and Zari Acher of Berisku, Hunasoylem, the Rebbe is using the same words as used by Pinchas, and both for them and their children after them, this is actually what kept up Yiddishkeit for future generations. Says the Rebbe, we can now start understanding the connection from Pinchas to Yitzchak. I said before that Pinchas is the Gematri Yitzchak. Because this type of Mesiras Nefesh has a special connection with and it comes from Akedas Yitzchak, in other words, the real idea of what Yitzchak is all about. How so? Yitzchak's Mesiras Nefesh, this is by the Akedah, of course, is not only giving up his body in the physical and literal sense, but it was also a deeper and higher form of Mesiras Nefesh. There was also a Ruchni Yitzchak Mesiras Nefesh over here. Because in addition to the fact that seemingly this was going opposite of Hashem's promise, Kibi Yitzchak Yikar Lechazara, the Yidna is supposed to be coming from Yitzchak, the Rebbe says, but the point is that by the Akedah, if Chas V'Shalem Yitzchak should be gone, then this would completely uproot what Avram Avinu had worked so hard to plant. Avram Avinu is trying to plant the, 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 the main points of Emunah and the Ebishter in, in the whole world, Yiddishkeit. The whole avoid of Avram and Yitzchak is to publicize the name of Hashem in the world. And the whole continuation of Am Yisrael generally is now, Chas V'Shalom, it seems to be it's going to come to an end. And yet, Yitzchak went not only to fulfill the will of Hashem and the command of Hashem to Avraham, but he didn't ask any questions. He went, believe Shalom with a complete heart. Says the Rebbe, nevertheless, there's also a difference in the Avoidah of Pinchas and that of the Baal Hagula as hinted in the fact that the name of the Rebbe, of the Friedrich Rebbe, is Yosef Yitzchak, not Yitzchak alone. Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this based on that which is explained in Kabbalah and Exodus, about the difference between Yosef and Yitzchak. So it says that Yosef is Begematria. Three times the name Ban, Shem Ban, and Yitzchak is Begematria four times Shem Ban. So the Rebbe doesn't go in over here to the details of Shem Ban, 
And really what's relevant for the further part of the Sicha is only the idea that Yosef is more related to the number three. And Yitzchak is related to the number four. But just very briefly, Sheinban is one of the calculations of how Yud Kei when it's spelled out in full. And you spell out the Yud, Yud Vav Dalad, etc. So in one of the ways how it can be spelled, Yud Kei fully spelled out, would equal 52, it's called Sheinban. So what the Rebbe is bringing from Kabbalah is that it says that Yosef equals three times Sheinban, three times 52, and Yitzchak equals four times Sheinban, four times 52. But again, the main point is going to be about the numbers three and four for the continuation of the Sicha. The Rebbe says in simple words, the difference between these two ideas of Yosef and Yitzchak, three and four, we're going to understand it based on what the Gemara says. The Gemara says regarding Gimel and Dalad, which is three and four, of course. Gimel and Dalad says, the Gemara, Gimel is Goimel, Dalad is Dalim, Goimel Dalim. In other words, Gimel is hinting to the idea of the Goimel, the one that's doing the Chesed, and Dalim, Dalad is the idea of Dal is the poor person, the one that's the recipient, the one that's getting the chesed. So Gimel is the mashpia, the one that's giving, and Dalad is the one that's receiving. The explanation, says the Rebbe, the difference between the giving of the tzedakah, the goimel, the Gimel, the one that's giving, and the one that's receiving, Bapoil, the Dalad, is that the Gimel, the goimel, that's all about the preparation for the final act. In other words, the goimel is, he's, he's giving. But where is the actual act? As the Rebbe says over here, the, the fact that the, in this case, the poor person is actually able to live and to survive and to eat, etc. That happens by the dalid. That's where there's the maizim apoyal. The tzedakah is the, the maizim apoyal. So the goimel, the person giving, that's sort of the preparation for the act. But the dalid, that's the person receiving. Now he actually has the food and he can actually eat and so on and so forth. That's considered the mice of a poil. Says the Rebbe. With this we're going to understand, in regards to every single type of hashpah, that gimel generally is representing the hachana to the hashpah. In other words, all the things that go in in order to be able to give something, in order to be able to have the bottom line. And that's all the way it's by the mashpia, by the giver. Dalid represents the end of the hashpah, the actual recipient by the makabal, by, by the person receiving it. The Rebbe says within a person himself, the gimel will show when a person is preparing himself to do a certain act. And generally this will include all of his inner faculties, his seichel, his midas and so on, which are all the preparation, the, the, to, to do the act. And then finally, when you have the bottom line, the, all of these faculties expressing them in themselves in Maisim Apoyal, that will be hinted in the Dalad. The Rebbe says, now we're going to apply this to these numbers of Gimel and Dalad to three and four, which also come one right after each other in the numbers three and four. Told I was speaking about the letters Gimel and Dalad. Said, cause Gimel is Goimel and Dalad is Dalim. But the Rebbe says, this is also in the numbers of three and four. The Rebbe says, every single Hamshach, everything, something is being drawn down, is generally coming from or is divided into three levels, into three kavim, into three lines or three modes, as the Rebbe is going to give an example soon. And then you have, by the very end of when it's coming down, the Gmar HaMshach, when it's finally has come down, as it's coming to Maisim Apoyal, now this is considered the fourth level, which comes after the first three. The Rebbe says in the Oilomois, the example is in the spiritual worlds, we have the first three, Yolomais, Atzilus, Brio, Yitzira. 
And then we have the fourth one, which is the world of Asiya, the world of actions. And the first three are sort of the preparation, what's going to come down into the bottom line. Asiya is the world of action. And therefore the Rebbe says, Gimel, generally, this, this, the, both the letter Gimel as well as the number three represents in the Sphirois, it represents the sphere of Yesoid. What's the sphere of Yesoid? Yesoid is being the Mashpi as giving over into Malchus, but what's he giving over? Often we speak about the spheroids the way they're, they, they're split up into three columns, into three kavim. So we have the chesed on the right, the gvur on the left, teferis in the middle, and so on with the other spheroids. And yesoid is considered that sphere that's going to take all of that and be it mashpia, so it's taking all these three kavim. And so now gimel, the yesoid is, 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 includes all these three kavim. And finally you have the dalid, which is the sphere of malchus, or also considered the fourth leg of the merkava. And now finally, this Dalit, this Malchus is now going to practically take all of these in Yanim and bring it down into the Olamis, into the lower worlds. Says the Rebbe, in a similar way, is regarding the names of Yosef and Yitzchak, which put together by the Friedrich Rebbe, one name, and specifically in this order, first Yosef and then Yitzchak, because they're one continuation to each other. In Kabbalah, it's discussed that Yosef is the level of Yesoid, which again, what's Yesoid? Yisoyed is that pre- preparation, everything that needs to go into the hashpa and the hamshacha, until it's going to come down into the practice. So again, that's like the gimel, which is goimel, that's the giver. And finally, you have Yitzchak, which hints to the idea of receiving all of that hashpa. Again, like the dalid or the dalim, the recipient, or in the person himself, that's the level of maizim as mentioned. Says the Rebbe, in a more general way in the avoid of a person. So we have the general idea of the hachan of all of the preparation until you have the mice of a poil. Is generally in the category of what we might call nishma, like we learn about something, we understand about something, we have all the preparations to doing it. And then you have the avoid of a poil, which is the dalad, which is generally the concept of nasa. So nasa is the mice of a poil, the bottom line. And nishma is all of the learning or the understanding or the kavana, the preparations that you need to have in order to be able to do something. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection between the type of Mesiras Nefesh that Pinchas has and that of the Friedrich Rebbe, which is again hinted in the names. Pinchas was not the Nasi Adoir. He was the one that needed to, he was not the one that needed to say to go on Mesiras Nefesh. He was the shliach, he was the one practically carrying out the ma'isim apoyal of the Mesiras Nefesh, of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that's going to be, as we'll soon see, he's, it's all coming based on his instructions. By the shliach, what mainly needs to be felt is the nasa, the ma'isim apoyal. And therefore, Pinchas, we said, is begamatriya Yitzchak, which Yitzchak, we said, is that number is we said Yitzchak is, is, is the Dalit because we said it's four times Shane Ban. In other words, it's not so much about the preparations to the action, it's not so much the Nishma aspect, because in fact, says the Rebbe, sometimes you start getting into all the other details that could actually confuse the mice of a poil should be done properly. So the Shliach himself, the one carrying it out, just has to do mice of a poil. But, says the Rebbe, we have a concept that soif the action, the end of the action, really reaches even higher than the greatest thoughts. In other words, the bottom line action 
reaches to the tchilo, to the beginning of everything, even higher than the machshava. And this is why Pinchas, with his Mesiras Nefesh, that went higher than all the Hagbalis of the Torah, as we said before, he was the one that managed this idea of Kine Leloikov and Bekanoyes Kinosi. In other words, he reached to those in Yonim, as we said before, which is even, in a certain sense, higher than Torah. We said Torah, according to Torah, there were certain limitations, and but but he is reaching even higher than that. But at the same time, Pinchas, the preparation for the Nishma, sorry, the preparation for that action, which is the Nishma, where is Pinchas getting that from? That he's getting from the Nasi Ador, from Moshe Rabbeinu. In other words, the act, we, the, the Rebbe says it's hinted, Pinchas said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Mikublani Mimcha, I got this from you, this idea that Kanoin Poigen Boy. In other words, the actual instru- the actual concept that there is such a thing, this itself Pinchas got from Moshe Rabbeinu. But then, this whole Nishma aspect, this whole intellectual aspect, if you will, that's involved in this, this is all concealed by Pinchas. What's mainly revealed by him right now is only carrying out the Shlichus Bapoil. As, as he was told, the one that reads the letter, the one who says the message, should go ahead and actually carry it out. So by Pinchas, the main thing is just the action itself. But by the Nasi Adoir, Hanasi Uakoil, he has to have both in, in Yonim Bishlemus. He has to have the Nasa, the action Bishlemus, but he also has to have the Nishma, in other words, all the preparation, the understanding that goes in behind it, the, the, the previous Koiches that go into it. And that's why it's hinted in his name, or it's emphasized in his name, that the Friedrich Rebbe has both names, Yosef and Yitzchak. In other words, he has both the Hachono and the Amshacha, the Nishma aspect, the Yosef aspect, that Gimel we said before, the Yosef is a Gematria three times, in other words, it's more about the preparations for whatever has to go into it, all the thought that has to go into it, but also the Kabbalah Sashpah, the union of Nasa, also the idea of Yitzchak. And the Rebbe says we see clearly both of these things practically by the Friedrich Rebbe, the Balagul of Asimcha. On the one hand we see, there's the Mesiras Nefesh that he has for spreading Torah and Yiddishkeit amongst all types of Yidden, both children and adults. We have the idea of the Friedrich Rebbe of building mikvah, sending Rabbonim, Shachtim, Moyalim, etc. And wherever they were necessary. Founding Chadorim for for teaching Olive Bays, for sending Mulamdim, etc. Which all of these in Yonim is more like the action part. This is the Nasa part. But on the other hand, we also have the Seder Hanaga of the Friedrich Rebbe to teach and to reveal the deepest inyanim of Nigla de Torah and Pnimi Yisra and Rosin de Rosin, the deepest, deepest secrets, which is, of course, more like the Nishma aspect. Says the Rebbe, this all gives an additional explanation in the connection of the Bala Gula and his name Yosef Yitzchak to the idea of Pinchas, as well as a Hayra for each and every person is Avoy de Bepoil. And the Rebbe says, by his shluchim, the Rebbe demanded, and continues to demand, that it should be in a way of what we call which literally is translated as grab and eat, grab and drink. In other words, just go and do all the avoida immediately, higher than any calculations, beyond calculations. That means first and foremost, the idea of nasa, that idea of bottom line, the Yitzchak aspect. We said Yitzchak is begematria pinchas. We have to go out there in the world, and we have to bring about the Yidden shall fulfill Torah and mitzvahs. Even such such a person 
that doesn't necessarily have the right preparations yet for it. In other words, he doesn't have yet the nishma, the understanding of all the matters of Torah and mitzvahs that he needs to be accomplishing with another Yid. Nevertheless, he already has to have that nasa, he has to have that bitl, that idea of putting himself away for another Yid, as it was by Pinchas, that was moiser nefesh to be poil, this idea of removing Hashem's anger from Bnei Yisrael. Within this itself, says the Rebbe, he has to be poil also on the other Yid, that by the other Yid, the main emphasis should be the maiser poil, because our maiser who are iker. And as we know that the halach, it says clearly in Gemara and in Poiskim, that if you just, hiru lav dibur dami, just the kavona, just the thinking, is not gonna be good enough, and you're not gonna be yoytzel, like when you have to, when you have to say something with your mouth, you can't just think it. So for example, if you said kriyashma only in your mind and in your heart, with all of your kavona, you weren't yoytzel, and you need to go ahead and read it again. On the other hand, if you verbalize the words, even if possibly the kavona was not 100%, you're gonna be yoytzel. Especially, says the Rebbe, when we find ourselves in the time of the very end of the Golos, and the end of the top period that's called Ikvas of the Meshicha. Says the Rebbe, there's no time to wait until you'll be able to be poiled by yourself, also this Nishma idea, the full understanding and so on. Because Atat Kut Mashiach, Mashiach is about to come, and we need to utilize every single moment for the avoid of Mesiras Nefesh, the Nasa aspect. But says the Rebbe, furthermore, since you're doing it with the Shlichus of the Nasi Adoir, and therefore, within the Avoida, there is the idea of Nishma. In other words, you have the idea of Yosef, just like Pinchas, who said, Mikublani Mimcha, I got this from you, Moshe Rabbeinu. So since Moshe Rabbeinu has it, this extends to Pinchas as well. And therefore, says the Rebbe, when you're poiled this idea of Nasa by another Yid, so you have the Nishma yourself from the Nasi Adoir, and now you're bringing this idea that the other Yid also benefits from this Nishma. The Rebbe says this, this concept, that really even in the, in the recipient, he's also benefiting from that nishma, is hinted also in the fact that we say that Yitzchak is begamatria four, four times shemban. And again, what is the idea of number four? So it's not only the fourth, but it also means that it contains all four. It's not, and therefore, the fourth means it also contains all the other three. So it's not only the Maisabapoyal, the Nasa, it also contains the Nishma aspect. And the Rebbe concludes and says that through the, this Avoida, we're Zoycha. There'll be revealed Pinchas Hueliyo, the one who brings, is Mavasar the Geula. And his Avoida is connected specifically with the idea of Nasa, of a Heishiv Leivavis Albonim, Leivbonim Alavoisim, bringing back all the Yidden, the hearts of the fathers to the children, the children to the parents. And this Geula as well, which is considered the fourth Geula, is connected with the number four, the Arba L'shoinah is Geula of L'asid Lavoi, where it says that there's going to be these four cups of punishment that the Eibishter is going to give to the Umay Yisraelim, and corresponding to them, the Eibishter is going to give the Yidden four cups of Nechama, and all of this, Bekarev Mamash.